save the drama for your mama or save it for your favorite weekly podcast because this is yo dat's rank the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great the things that really matter in this world this week we are talking all things drama as we count down our top 11 Ooh. best tv dramas Kaylin, did you hear what I said in that intro? I heard it. I said I top reacted. eleven. I'm excited. Isn't that crazy? So this is the fr- best example of like. Things just went our way. Things just happened sometimes, We didn't think they would, but guys. they went our way. Sometimes things happen. So the reason we have a top 11 this week is because we have a tie for 10th place. And Kaylin and I did not cook books. Again, I promise no. you we didn't cook books. But we were hoping this 11th place thing bumped up. And in the last minute of time, In it the 11th did. hour. In the 11th, get it, hour, uh, the 11th place turned to 10th. So that actually leads perfectly into our Rankensteins of the week. Because one Rankenstein of the week, uh, her name is Sarah Martin. She was the last person to write in right before we had to finalize everything. And her ranking bumped 11th place up to be tied with 10th. Sometimes that happens, y'all. Sometimes one ranking is all it takes for the numbers to work. Love it. So Sarah Martin, you are a Rankenstein of the week, not only because that, but because you are finding time to listen to this podcast when you have essentially a newborn at home, a baby, just a small baby. And you know who else has a baby at home, Kaylin, who is also a Rankenstein of the week? I do. Her name is Jen Snopko. She is our second Rankenstein of the week because she too has a newborn baby Pete. And she said as a new mom, she has almost no time for anything, but she makes time for Yodette's rank. So we love them. And we love all moms who's got babies who are making time. Christina Rogers, you're out there like you guys, you know, and then for you guys, the rest of you who say you can't find time to listen to a podcast, you don't have a baby at your house. Yeah. That's interesting. And Kaylin and I know nothing about that since neither of us have babies (laughs) at our house either. So thank you guys. You are the Rankensteins of the week. For the rest of you out there, if you have not yet gotten a Yodats Rank sticker, we do have just a couple more hanging on for dear life. Mm -hmm. So if you share us on social media or you join our Patreon account at patreon.com slash Yodats Rank, we'll make sure to send you a Yodats Rank sticker. Yodats Rack. I don't even know the name of our own (laughs) podcast. Yodats Rank sticker in the mail. Yay! So let's just jump right in because as always, we talk way too long about these things. And this this week was so interesting because TV dramas is kind of an answer to our first ever episode, favorite TV comedies. When we we were babes, Kaylin, you and I like wow. We didn't even know. I mean, we didn't I think I I it sounds like I called in from a phone booth. It sounds like we're in an aquarium. We are both underwater. The audio quality of the first episode is so bad. So embarrassed when I go and see that somebody else has listened to that one. Because I'm like, I hope that's not the only thing you're listening to because we've gotten a little more sophisticated at least. Yeah, we're a little bit better at bantering. Well, we've had practice at that, but our audio quality is a lot better. And now we're at our I think it's our eleventh official episode. 
And we're here yeah. at TV Dramas. TV Dramas is a little harder to classify. And I think we had more questions this week on our social media pages where it's like, what actually counts? Is this a drama? Is this a comedy? Is this someone right before the show in, in Loser Posse, my high school friends, just asked about Pokemon. <laughs> so <laughs> we've gone <laughs> off the beaten path. <laughs> Pokemon as a drama? If Pokemon would be a drama. What? How did you gracefully respond? I'm, not, I'm just watching the. I said we're busy recording right now, so it literally doesn't matter if Pokemon's a drama or not. Your lists don't count if they're not in by now. That does not count. But that does remind me of something that our wonderful editor Brooke wanted us to mention that we are recording on a Monday. We record on Mondays, yes. and so that means we post our new ranking topic on the Friday, and we will take. As you can hear, rankings all the way up until we're actually recording and if you're talking about Pokemon. So so basically, get them in by like 5 p.m. or so and they should right. be okay on Monday. Yes. All right. So we're going to jump right into it. We'll talk about uh, numbers 20 through 12 a little bit later, <laughs> but we're going to jump into uh, the countdown. And honestly, guys, I don't normally get surprised by what is at number one. Almost on none of oh. these lists. Like, I don't... I know. Me too. I can't think of one, honestly, that I was surprised by what number one was. But I was genuinely surprised at this one. And it won by quite a margin. So hang on to number one because it might shock you as well. All right. Coming in at number 10, we have two shows that are extremely different, but both exactly good. The same. Oh, wait. Let me also say that between Kaylin and I, we have seen pretty much all the episodes in our top 10 there's yep. one series that we haven't seen all of but between the two of us we've watched mm. from start oh, to yeah. finish um okay all of these shows almost uh yeah almost completely so um we know what we're talking about again <laughs> we're experts sorry we're experts <laughs> okay coming in at tied for number 10 it is brrr, parenthood and Game of Thrones. So we're going to save Parenthood because that is the one that made it in just at the midnight hour. Um, yes. And at, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones first. So Game of Thrones, we'll, we'll give you a little synopsis in case you're not familiar with the show, and then we'll kind of share our, our thoughts on it. So Game of Thrones, um, it's nine noble families fighting for control over the lands of Westeros, while an ancient enemy <laughs> returns after being dormant for millennia what i know of game of thrones because i have not watched this kaylin's watched all of it what i know of game mm -hmm. of thrones i think um goblins zombies nope nope wrong <laughs> neither of those well uh, okay uh, um beheadings yeah. killing uh -huh. babies Check. killing children um, you just read that the other day. Nakedness that, is, that doesn't really cursing. count. That's all. That's Check, what I know. Check. Yeah. Check. Okay. So why okay. don't you give us a little more? Okay. So it there's there were eight seasons of Game of Thrones, and that's an HBO show. Um, I looked up specifically the Ben Wyatt quote from Parks and Rec whenever Donna is like, "What's wrong with you? Did Game of Thrones get canceled?" And Ben Wyatt is like, "They would never cancel Game of Thrones. It's a crossover hit. It's not just for fantasy enthusiasts. They're telling human stories in a fantasy world." And I love that quote because I think that that's true. I am not the type of person that would sit and watch eight seasons of this show. That's My husband true. very much is. You're not is. a fantasy person. Yes. Yeah. Nope. My husband very much is. So we started it because of him and I stuck through it because I would say that especially on this list, but maybe overall, Game of Thrones does the best job at world building and character building of any show that I've ever seen because there's no point of reference for you when you're watching this show. This right. is a completely created 
world, kingdom, people. You have to suspend disbelief. Like certain characters can do certain things. There's magic and then there's reality. I've never this been to guy, Westeros. I've never, you've never, I've never seen a seen travel it on the pamphlet. Map because Westeros. you've never watched the opening sequence where you would see it on a map. And True. so I respect Game of Thrones because of that. They create this world that makes you care and cry and become invested where there's dragons and there's things that you've never really seen in your life like white walker zombies i do know the name khaleesi that brings me to (laughs) an important thing which a lot of people commented on this a lot of people throughout all of these shows were talking about specific seasons that were good and specific seasons that were bad game of thrones notably had maybe one of the most disappointing ends and specifically finale like end episodes of all the shows in the world. Now, I heard an interesting take one time that was like, are these shows, is it really bad or are we just never going to be satisfied with the finale because we don't want the show to end? True. For Game of Thrones, it's really bad. So there was one good thing that happened in the finale and that is that our queen Sansa Stark, Sophie Turner. Santa? Stark? Sansa. Sansa. Oh. <laughs> with an S. Okay, got it, got it. Wait, we should say also, we're going to like definitely do spoilers for all these shows, oh right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just uh, be careful, maybe. And be careful. Let's be not careful. Do, like, the, maybe not the bit, the biggest, craziest spoilers ever. Okay. Well, then I can't talk about the finale of, of Game of Thrones. But if you know it, you know it. There's a lot of bad things that happen and there's, a, and there's one good thing that happens. That kind of takes the wind out of the sails for Game of Thrones. But... That's all I'll say. Game of Thrones also made killing main characters really cool. They did that right right from the beginning. They told you, do not think that you're on sure footing with any of these people. We'll kill 25 people at a wedding if we have to. So that's what they'll do. I've heard of that white wedding. Red wedding. Red wedding. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice day for a white wedding. Um, So, yeah. Guys, Cody's watched all eight seasons. He's just trying to separate himself from being the type of person that watches Game of Thrones. So he's trying to throw you off the trail by saying white wedding. I've I've watched bad things too, guys. I I think what's funny about Game of Thrones is like it is the one that like Christians are like, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Or they're like, I I do watch Game of Thrones. I I was going to say like beforehand. And maybe I read all this stuff or maybe I watched it. But then you said that I watched it. I outed you because you watched all of it, you little sinner. Um, I was really surprised to see Game of Thrones at number 10. I I think there were parts, um, there were times where we were inputting the data and it was higher. I think it got as high as like fifth or sixth. And then as we put in more people's lists, it just, it went down to number 10. And I know Justin Beachy was saying that's such a tragedy because it's so good. Like the quality of the show. And if you, if you looked up any lists online about like best TV shows, especially in the last 10 years that's going to be towards the top if not at the top so i guess we just don't have quite as many uh listeners who are game of thrones fans but yeah it is critically acclaimed renowned by so many people and yeah if you like if you like uh people's heads getting chopped There are plenty of shows that would be on those lists of like top tens of all time that did not touch our list. Like we'll talk about like in our Aldi roundup. There are some shows that like shouldn't be near here, but this is just reflecting our listeners and we love it. So we're going to keep going with what we have curated as the top 10. All right, let's move on then to what is tied. I still can't believe they tied at the last second. That is so funny. Honestly, we were rooting for parenthood so Divine. much and it came up to number 11 and it was really close to the top 10 number 12 and then beyond is not that close but parenthood was really close to cracking the top 10 and we were so hoping it would kick out a specific one that we'll talk about <laughs> later but 
it just barely made it at the very end. So that's important to us because parenthood is first on Kaylin's list. It's my number fourth one. on my list. And um, if you haven't seen the show, the official synopsis just says the lives and tragedies of the Braverman family tree. And honestly, that's that's kind of the only synopsis you need because the show is just about a family. You get the the matriarch and the patriarch which are like the grandparents essentially mm-hmm. and then they have i believe three kids that four kids that you see and then the four kids some of them have spouses some of them have uh, boyfriends or girlfriends or or single and then you see their kids and and then so what's really cool about this show number 1 it is the best acting of any show i was going to say what's really cool about the show is that it's perfect is that <laughs> like it's that. I have never seen acting this nope. well. Like you watch these people and they seem like family. Like you can suspend all disbelief because they are doing it so well. When they argue, when they like talk oh. over each other, it's just crazy how natural it sounds, even though they are reading from a script. And But what I really love beyond the acting is that you get um, a grandpa to a granddaughter relationship. You get a mom and dad mm-hmm. talking to each other. You get a mom talking to her autistic son. You get a, you can get every single family relationship in and they do they make scenes with all of the different combinations and i think that's really sweet because everyone has a different family out there and so maybe you relate to like the sibling relationship or you relate to having a single mom or whatever you can relate to something here in this show yeah so i've mentioned it before that i love um dax shepherd's podcast armchair expert and so he played crosby on parenthood and he in the beginning of his podcast had most of his parenthood like main castmates on as his guests and he talks about it all the time and you can hear it on those episodes like part of the magic that you're saying is because they really did form bonds like they ended up loving each other this group Jason Kadams was really like empowering with them about having cast members direct certain episodes having them ad lib a lot of stuff like it was very free and they were able to do what they wanted and it shows I have never cried at a at a TV show as consistently and as much as I do at Parenthood. I love it so, so, so much. And I think a lot of people missed it, honestly. I'm not even sure how. Uh, yes. Maybe we were in college when it kind of was going. And so yeah. you and I like somehow found our way back to it. But a lot of people, it yep. wasn't that popular on NBC, honestly, while it was out. Like it didn't flop right. either, but it wasn't one of those things that everybody has seen a couple episodes of. And so I no. felt like our main job in this TV drama episode is to point people towards parenthood. If you hear anything from us, there's six seasons, which is crazy. You're right. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel like everyone has seen it, but I know that most people that have, I've never heard someone say like, I saw it. It's not for me. Like, I don't really like it. It is so good. And we were talking about all these characters. And so real quick, I did want to have a little, I'm going to do this a couple of times in this episode with Cody. I'm going to have him decide kiss, marry, or kill. And it's going to be divided between three character it'll be hard for him on both but it'll be like three of our favorite characters we didn't discuss them beforehand i just know that they're three of his favorites and three of the worst and we're gonna see what he picks so for kiss mary kill for parenthood amber oh my christina oh my gosh and joel oh my gosh this is so unfair because those are the best three characters um (laughs) i can't kill no okay i'm gonna go in that exact order i'm gonna kiss amber she is amazing so spunky so fun and 
um, edgy. You know, we love like a, a tragic female role, like like a bad love. girl. You and I love yep. those roles. Love. I so love I'm, it, Amber. I'm going to kiss Amber. Christina is just the best wife and mom I've ever seen ever. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to marry her. And then I'm going to have to kill Joel because Joel it's does tough. some no-nos towards the end of the series. He does. He does. He and does. so I love him so much and he's forgiven right. for that, but I have to kill him. Okay, next round. This will be just as easy. Millie, a.k.a. Camille, a.k.a. the matriarch. Sydney, Julia's daughter. Kiss, Mary, kill. Millie, Sydney, and Julia. Oh, okay. The (laughs) the best out of those three is Julia, even though I don't love her. Sydney is an immediate kill. I know she's a child, so that's probably wrong, but I also can't marry or kiss a child. So Sydney is the easiest kill. She's so annoying. Um, Yes, and then I'll, uh, I'll, ah! I'll, uh, oh no, I'll marry Julia. And then I have I to kiss, he's gonna kiss Millie. She's like 80. That, she would love that. Ew. Ooh, Millie Ew. painting her paintings, dreaming of Italy. That was pretty good. You did a good job. So I think we, that's exactly what I would We love Zeke, who's the grandpa, the, the patriarch. But <gasps> Millie, Zeke. who he's married to, just bothers us. My dad, I think, loves that actress. So he'd be happy that so I does, kissed her. Because of Die Hard. Everybody does. But anyways, right. okay. So you you need to go watch this show. I think it's still on Netflix for now. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Did it leave already Mm-mm. to Peacock? Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, my gosh. No, I think it's on Hulu right now. On Hulu. Okay. I don't even yeah. know. NBC is being so rude to us by taking things. They're hurting us. You need to go find Parenthood and watch. It is the best family drama that has ever been made. And that is a statement I am making big moving into Period. the next one. We're going into. <gasps> okay. Take a deep breath. This is hard for us, guys. Whenever we started this podcast, like over the summer, I had like, I forget what my like hot take about something was. We were so tame. We were so tame. And this week, Cody and I kept saying the real world, real world tagline, like when people stop Stop being being polite polite and and start start getting getting real, real. because this is the episode. And I remember Cody was like, think about it, though, Caitlin, you don't want to like say something too divisive because our like people that are listening might get mad. I am sorry to that man who's <laughs> listening about this next one, but go ahead, Cody, bring us in. We're bringing and get, it. I'm going to try to restrain myself. We're bringing it, myself. and we're not having any shame. Uh, at number nine is the worst thing I've ever seen with my eyes. It is. <laughs> it is. This is us. Now, so some of you are screaming right now because... I'm sure some of you are. Clearly, I mean, it made it pretty high on our list. There's three first place finishes and then a bunch of other, you know. And so some of you love this show. Here's the problem. It's not... It's bad. Good. It's not a good show. So, I mean, I'd love... Honestly, this is where I'd love the lines of communication to be open. I, I, In fact, I've had this conversation. Cody, I know you have too with yeah. your friends that yeah. you're like, show me, help me, guide me. I've watched it. I've tried. What's the synopsis? What did the you find? The synopsis is a heartwarming and emotional... Mm-mm. Okay, story about a unique manipulative, set of, manipulative <laughs> an about emotional a unique, terrorist of a show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a unique set of triplets, their struggles, and their wonderful parents. I mean, okay, are their parents? I don't wonderful? even remember. Listen, do I love Mandy more? Yes. Yeah. Do I trust? Do her? I love her yes. aged? Do no. I love her aged? Do I find her believable as a sixty to seventy year old woman? No. Do I find her believable as her age woman? No. Not really. Mandy <laughs> Moore is such a treasure, believe- an American treasure. She's oh, not she's a, treasure. a great actress. She is an amazing... May I direct you to A Walk to Remember if you're exactly. interested in Mandy Moore? That's where I would put, point you. <laughs> Milo Ventimiglia, or however you say his name, great. I love him. I mean, he was, yeah. he was in Heroes. He did some other stuff that I really love him. 
But again, so this is what happened, guys. For those oh, of you Sterling that are, K. Brown, we cannot forget Sterling we K. Do Brown. We love Sterling K. Brown, the King. Sterling K. Brown, who plays Randall, I'm sure is the hero. I wouldn't know. I live in Pittsburgh, and so this show is set in Pittsburgh. And I've always thought that maybe it was just like a Pittsburgh thing that everybody here loves it. But then you guys, a lot of you guys who are not from Pittsburgh, put this on your list. So I just need some help understanding. And this is what happened. Let me take you on the journey that Kaylin and I walked when it first came out, when they were yes. showing the previews for like a year before it came out. They they put these commercials out. I was so excited because Parenthood. We were in. We are like, this is yes. just like Parenthood. And Parenthood was ending. And so we were like, this is yep. really cool. I'm intrigued. I love the style of the show. I watched the first five episodes i'm pretty sure i gave it a fair run and it was not good and and the problem is (laughs) kaylin and i pay attention a lot to the acting in a show some people just don't that's not a thing that you're going to notice and that's okay the actors are bad on this show chrissy metz is not a good actress at all guys he said it and like if you're interested at eat more chicken is who you fight for that like little the comment other right there i'm not co-signing it not, except i am i the other am. brother's not a good actress sterling k brown is no he broke that girl's heart on selling sunset like hello <laughs> he's an enemy they were married in real life enemy so i what i want to do is implore you if you are someone who put this is us high on your list explain or it. At, explain it to us explain and it. do you still use a crock pot in your home <laughs> Do you? Because that's the only other thing I know about the show. That killed Go watch Parenthood because it is the better version. I said This Is Us is like the Mm -hmm. poor man's dead man's Parenthood (laughs) because it's such a ripoff. It's trying to be – it's trying to do the same thing and it's just not succeeding. The thing is though, all of what we're saying aside, it is probably – currently the most successful i mean it's the one that's still on people are obsessed with this show it's had five seasons no the fifth season just premiered and it's approved for a sixth nbc is going to approve approve sure. approve that is like the thing so it's it's publicly loved but we'd love some if you guys are still listening to us at this point we'd love some feedback as to why you like this is us. did you know the lucy mary fact of this show <laughs> No, but I have two more throughout the episode. Wait, wait. Can I think about it? Can I yeah, think, about, think it? about it for a Lucy second? Lucy Mary, Lucy Mary, about Lucy this Mary. Show. And I don't really know much about it, but I'll just no, give it to me. you. Oh, oh, oh. Come the on, guy's in it. a fat suit. The guy's in a fat suit. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You got it just yes. in the nick it? of time. Yes. Yes. The guy's in a fat suit. Did you suit. know the guy's not actually fat? He's in a fat suit. Yeah. For those of you who haven't listened before, our Lucy Mary fact is a fact that we think that we only know, but really everybody knows. So there will be a couple more of those this episode, but that's a great one. I'm glad we're starting off with that one. We've got to move on. We we don't have anything else to say. Come at us if Less. you need to. All right. Yeah. Number eight. We have a show that I've watched all of and was second on my list and a show that Kaylin has watched none of. We've got Lost. Now, Lost is, uh, the the synopsis, the survivors of a plane crash are forced to work together in order to survive on a seemingly deserted tropical island. Lost famously had six seasons, and... Mm -hmm. um, On ABC, right? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, ABC. I think it was ABC. And... When it first came out, there was nothing else like Lost. And to this day, there really isn't much. I remember you were even trying to compare it to something on your Instagram poll on the stories. And you picked Stranger Things, like old school sci-fi, new school sci-fi, kind of that deal. But there really isn't anything that is like Lost and has had the success of Lost. There's been a couple other sci-fi things that have crossed over into mainstream media that have tried and just not really worked. Like Manifest, where they were on the airplane, which... 
The that's 100, so, the leftovers. So like, I looked up some that even said, I looked up some that I wanted to see, like, what is like this? And there really weren't ones that I felt like were real parallels. Lost kind of broke the mold. And honestly, if this if this poll was happening uh, eight years sooner, Lost would be higher on our list. It, it really was yes. a cultural phenomenon at the time. And Kaylin, you actually, you can't really find it right now anywhere. I, I forget where you can watch it, but it's frustrating that it was taken off of Netflix because... I would I would implore you to go watch the pilot because it's not really your type of show, but the pilot is super super good and it draws you in. It starts with this plane crash, like everyone just wakes. up I was up gonna on say I island. think I've seen the um, pilot because that's what made me not want to fly anymore. Right? Yeah, is that what probably, that is? Yeah, that that one? The plane okay, tears yes. in half and they plummet. Yes. Yeah. I don't care for that. So the first season is a am- is amazing. You don't get too sci fi in the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, second season polar is pretty bears. good. There is a polar one bear. Polar in the, bears. in the first season. <laughs> That's all I know. But it kind of oh, just... Oh, first season? Oh, yeah. In the first season. But it just kind of runs around and then leaves. And so you're t- okay. there's mystery in the first season. Like, they're trying to okay. stay alive on this stranded island. But then there's these mysterious sci-fi modes. The black smoke monster that you see like, coming through the trees. All the trees. It looks like there's dinosaurs in the trees. Like... Oh. Well, yeah. Anyway. So there's a little bit of mystery, but it's not, like, super convoluted yet. The problem with Lost, and most people who like the show will agree, is it lost itself. Like, it couldn't really... (laughs) Oh, I just did that. It couldn't really find its footing for a time because it went too weird. It posed all of these weird questions. Case in point... The polar bears are never really explained. <laughs> That's what I always remember is that like I think that I the the criticism that I've always heard about Lost and the thing that I think to this day television writers are kind of using Lost as an example of what not to do is to not have your story all the way done to the end by the time you start writing it. And so a lot of the times people say that like Lost was often writing itself out of corners and at dead ends that it had put itself in because people are saying I'm not sure that they really had every turn figured out before they got into this. They definitely didn't. But you know what? Even with that, it is still, I still put it at number two because the experience of watching it, it is short enough in six seasons. It doesn't go on for 10 seasons. So it is short enough that it still was a really good binge. And honestly, the reason that I lost interest towards season four or five was because I had to watch it week by week. Like, you know, with commercials when I was growing up. And that got a little taxing because no episode would explain anything. Now that you can binge things just like boom, 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 I don't think I would be that frustrated because you would get answers a lot more quickly by binging. And I still believe that the character development on the show is super good. Kind of like Game of Thrones, they don't shy away from killing people off and maybe not to the degree, but there's a lot of deaths that are shocking and I think the the plot, the character development, and like the setting, just the fact that it was totally different than other things, made this a yes. real hit in my book. And I wish, you know, I I wish more people would go see it. And I, I actually like the ending. There's a lot of people who are big fans that don't like the ending. It leaves some to be like deciphered, really, and interpreted. But I thought it ended in a pretty good way. So... Love it. Good. You recommend it. A lot of people, I would say, like in our generation, this was like must-see TV for us for a lot of the... But I think a lot of people younger than us probably not or have never even watched it. So, yeah, if you can find it, I guess Cody is endorsing it. We have to go back. Okay. Mm, Just had to do that. All right. Moving on (laughs) to number seven, a 
drama that we did not know was a drama that we thought was a comedy, but enough people voted for it. And then we looked it up and we we're like, OK, I guess it's kind of a comedy or drama. It, I thought this I had my order wrong. And I thought this when you said I've seen every episode and Kaylin hasn't seen any. I thought we were talking about this. And I was like, you've seen every episode. I have not seen every one? episode, but I've seen enough of okay. this one. It is. <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls is a dramedy, using that word mm. purposefully, centering around the relationship <laughs> <laughs> between a 30-something Heavy single mother amedy. and her mm-hmm. teen daughter living in Stars Hollow, Connecticut. Who here has not seen an episode of Gilmore Girls? I mean, we well, you all have. have. If you've turned on your TV after school, like, and you were eating your snack, like your popcorn, that's when I watched it. So, like, there were seven seasons. Here's the best thing about Gilmore Girls to me. It's the only one on this list with this. And I want you to tell me, what network was the Gilmore Girls on? ABC Family. The WB. <gasps> Don't you dare. Oh, the WB. Yes. I loved seeing a shout out to the WB that obviously then turned to the CW. I mean, it's been many things, it's but it was the UPN WB 57. originally. That little frog, right? <laughs> yes, that the frog. frog. Oh, my God. The toad. The toad. <laughs> like that was WB. <laughs> yes. Okay, but they definitely gave rights to ABC Family or something because they, oh, they yeah. play reruns all the time. I think it's that. Yeah, whatever. However, that all worked out with all of those kinds of things. It was on that. People love Gilmore Girls. We were talking about this the other night as votes were coming in. Gilmore Girls, like, recently um, was, did they have, like, a new season or something? They, and get, yeah, they, right? They like, came a newer back. thing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. And they're on Netflix. And so a lot of people that are our age, at least, that were watching this growing up, have gotten back into it recently, watched it on Netflix again, and are loving it obviously i wasn't even i don't even think of this show when i think of tv dramas but so many people had it on their list obviously it's like to the middle of ours the thing that's famous about gilmore girls is the this start is doing the, it this, start talking it <laughs> okay so here we're gonna talk start about the gilmore girls it. and like here we go like Kaylin, oh my no gosh, i don't I think it's so. i can't even believe it lauren graham is on there and let's split out i love her it's kind of ridiculous and i know there's like take place in this cute little place in connecticut so that is what's that is what's famous about gilmore girls and honestly a lucy mary for gilmore girls could be like did you know the script for every episode of Gilmore Girls is twice as long as a normal script of a drama. Like, Wait, do you know what my quasi-Lucy Mary is? It's not really like a Lucy Mary, but enough people I've brought this up to and they've been like, I didn't even remember that because it's so weird. Guess what it is. Guess what mine is. Um, I don't have anything in my head. Something about this Stars This was Hollow? Melissa McCarthy's breakout oh, role well, as yeah. Suki. Suki, who wasn't even funny. Because... Exactly, because she's so different, and it seems like a different lifetime. How has Melissa McCarthy been this age since Gilmore Girls was on? Like, she doesn't seem older now, but she was a completely different person. She got picked out of the Groundlings in L.A. as, like, an improv comedian and cast in this, and then her comedy, like, was not discovered until later in Bridesmaids. Like, we like the character Suki, but she's not funny. Like, we just kind of, she was I'm smiling when I'm seeing and, her, but that's it. Right. And you and I got, in, not to a fight, but a little bit of a disagreement. I said, like, I don't love Gilmore Girls personally, but I can still say I think it is a good show. I don't think it's the most mm-hmm. amazing thing in the world, but I think, like, its writing is good enough, the acting is good enough, the character development good enough like it's kind of is what it is and it's not necessarily my uh, sensibility but I wouldn't say Gilmore Girls is a bad show the way that we said this is us is a bad show yeah and so the the argument we didn't even get into an argument I think the difference and this is like I'm not saying this is necessarily objective Amy Sherman Palladino, I think, is just not for me. I don't, I can't click in with Miss Maisel. I can't click in with Gilmore Girls. I'm not, again, you're right. I'm not going to say it's not 
good. Like what she's doing, if you like that, is definitely good. I just can't click in with her. So for me, I don't think of this show really ever. But yeah, it's on Netflix same. and it's quarantine and I don't leave my house. So maybe I'll get into it. There's a Mad TV sketch called Gab More Girls from like <laughs> 2000. And Lane, played by Kiko Ajina, why do I know that? Um, rides by on a bike. It's not actually her, but she's like, hey, Rory, things are good. Or, no, she's like, hey, Rory, things are crazy. Not crazy good not crazy bad just crazy and like it just rides through on a bicycle and goes up the street and then later on in the sketch does the same thing and they're just talking so fast so look up the mad tv sketch gab more girls we recommend that all right moving into our number six we have our second sci-fi well game of thrones is mm-hmm. sci-fi ish maybe third sci-fi yeah. showing on this list it is Stranger Things. Stranger Things, uh, the synopsis is when a young boy disappears, his mother, LOL, a police chief. Oh, oh. <laughs> don't, I never forget. I just was haunted. I never was just forget. haunted. A police chief and his friends must confront terrifying supernatural forces in order to get him back. So Stranger Things was on my list at number five. Mm-hmm. I really do love Stranger Things. I think it is doing something different than anything else out there right now. Hard to tell if this is really a drama again it's a little bit confusing because it is so sci-fi there's elements of comedy yeah. but you know for for intense what and winona rider is doing winona, is dramatic winona rider is has studied at the dramatic. school of dramatic arts in her <laughs> performance cool. if you look at her the tiebreaker for the show is this a drama or not is just watch what happens when winona rider like picks up a telephone yeah. in this episode <laughs> like the horror with which she cradles a telephone shows you that it's a drama so there have there have been three seasons of stranger things Yeah, fourth is on the fourth is greenlit but there's no date i looked it up today to make sure there's no date and so there people are assuming 2021 because there was a 20 month gap between i think two and three so i also think the quarantine screwed some things up for them i'm pretty sure right so yeah, it, pr- it's yeah. hard for anyone to be making a TV show. The kids are going to be like 19. College. The <laughs> they're going off to college. Yeah, it's a Netflix show, too. We were going to say that network. It was a Netflix show. Is it our only? I think it's our only like streaming o- original. Original. Yeah. I think so. True. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, kind which of is crazy interesting. Because there's so many good dramas streaming. But I guess they just haven't. Streaming hasn't been like around long enough to like solidify some right. of these things in the in the canon, you know, of the best shows. But what I love about Stranger Things is you get like, again, we said somewhere else that we love a ragtag, you know, movie in our Marvel episode. Group of guys getting together, a group of of friends. And so you've got these young kids, especially in season one when the kids are so young. They're all great actors for kids and they're getting together in such an interesting way. The soundtrack is so cool and they go on this mission together. And really that's the lens you see the entire show through is through the eyes of these kids. And there's something so innocent about that, even though the show is so dark and scary, the innocence of seeing it through the kids eyes is really sweet take. And it gave me vibes of um, like Super 8, that movie that came out was like kids finding aliens and stuff. It was just very, very cool. Yeah, knowing me, who do you think my two favorite characters on Stranger Things are? I think are? Lucas and no, no, no. Let me Wrong. think. Let me think. He's uh, who's my worst no, actor. No, I know he's the worst actor, but I just thought you'd love him. He's my worst. Think about me. <laughs> think about me. Think about me. Um, I'm thinking. If it helps you, think of male like body types. Oh my gosh, Hopper. <laughs> num- Hopper. Ding Hopper, ding ding. That's one. Obviously, <laughs> there's not another fat male, so I'm gonna. No, but think of like Steve. Yeah, okay, I'm go gonna ahead. say Steve. If it's another male. 
Mm-mm. Billy Hargrove is my number two. Billy. Billy? Love Billy, especially as a lifeguard. The Power yep. Ranger? Period. Stop. Love it. Dacre Montgomery. But Hopper's my number Dacre one. Dacre Montgomery is so good in this show, but so terrifying. Billy is just like the yeah, evilest yeah. worst. Love it. Um, my yes. favorite characters. I love Steve. I can't get around it. Steve is so good. That's Love true. Love Steve. And Dustin's good. I like Steve and Dustin together. Dustin may be overstaying his welcome a little bit. Yeah, Dustin's your type. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, yes. And then Lucas's little, Lucas, little sister. Oh, how what's her dare name? you? Kendra. Erica, Love. Erica. Love. Her name is Erica. Know. And she was my favorite in season, I think, one. She had like she's one line. She's a breakout And now star. she's a breakout star. Season yes. three was all about Erica. So... Love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I'm I'm pleased to see this so hot, like towards the middle of our list. I wasn't sure if enough people would give love to it because it's hard to tell if it's really a drama, but it made a big splash. People love it. It's kind of like a – that's why it's like a bummer about quarantine and everything because I put it in like this time of year we're expecting right. Stranger Things. Like the past few years, it's been like a Halloween-y like kind of thing. So <laughs> I think weenie. especially because we're doing this – okay. <laughs> especially because we're doing this now. People are thinking about it. People are wanting it. I think it, it's a if good one If you can handle a little bit of spook and a little bit of gore, it's not, not – not, I wouldn't even say gore, just like some weird kind of gross yeah. alien-y things. Yeah. If you can handle some yeah. of that, you should definitely give it a shot. All right. We are halfway through our list, and so we've got to dip back into some of our Aldi Roundup, the things that did not make the list. Yes. So for this little intermission here, we are going to play a quick game called TiVo or Devo, where I ask Kaylin, <laughs> I give her the names of the shows that were 20 through 12, and I'm going to ask her, like, mm-hmm. if you had TiVo, like, would you click this and click play, or would your time be better spent doing a Devo for the Lord. Okay? Mm-hmm. So those are your two options. Don't feel unholy. <laughs> Which is so don't rude. Feel, but no, yeah, don't okay, feel continue. unholy. It basically just means would you okay. watch this or not? Okay? But I had to okay, be clever. Okay, okay, okay. So, and, and that is you know, clever. use your acting and um, singing skills to really make sure your diction is good on TiVo or okay. Devo. He top of the tongue through the teeth. Diction tea. is the okay, top, of the tea, top of the tongue. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> diction is not done with the top of the tongue. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Maybe it maybe. is. Let's see. All right. So at number 20, we have Better Call Saul. Ooh, for me, that's a Devo. Um, I love Bob Odenkirk. I do love him. But I will talk about this in, in a little bit of Ooh, time. Yeah, maybe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip this one. But I know that people that are in this world love it. If you love this story, you love that All show. All right. Number 19. I know what you're saying here. We've got Killing Eve. All I'm going to say is TiVo for now. I'll contain myself until Okay. We'll revisit. All right. Number 18, Ooh. Handmaid's Tale. Ooh. So... For me, this is me personally. I have tried to watch this show like four times. It's too much for me. So I'm going to say Devo. I know it's good. I know that it's so amazing. It is so heavy. I can't get through it. I just can't stick with it. I've watched some of this show and it is so good, but... Yeah, you you should watch a Devo. You're going to feel a lot better about yourself. You're There's actually <laughs> almost all of 20 through 12 is really heavy stuff. Okay. Anyway, yeah. moving Ooh. on to another heavy show, 17, Ozark. Um. Okay, so I'm going to TiVo this one because I really liked the first season of this show. I am on record saying that this should have been a one and done season, like a season one and that's it. I thought it was interesting. I am a season ticket holder for Jason Bateman, so I love him, so I'll put that on TiVo. All right, next up at 16, one of my favorites, it's number three on my list, Black Mirror. 
Ooh, TiVo. Love this. I love this show because of you. I don't know that I would go into this one like naturally, but you got me hooked on this. You made me wear, watch the White Bear episode Ooh, as my first episode ever at your start. house. Yes, you think so still, years later. And so I say Scary, TiVo. I but love a good Black place Mirror. To, I mean, there's some yeah, other... we're living in it currently. There's some other places but, yeah. to start, but that's that's a really good one. So Black Mirror is cool because it's like the Twilight Zone. There's a place not to start, and that's with episode <gasps> Don't start with episode one. one. Please <laughs> skip and go to episode three if you're going to start somewhere. It's but good. Black yep. Mirror is cool because it's like Twilight Zone where it's like um, an anthology where like each episode is a completely different plot, mm-hmm. cast, characters, and sometimes like time frame and setting so you can just i'm gonna watch episode six i'm gonna watch episode three and it doesn't matter what order you do it in they're all different stories all right number 15 oh i know what you're gonna say to this one mad men devo so people love mad men i chose to watch this the um semester after the spring after cody and i graduated from college early and i was like in a certifiable depression so i connect mad men to actual depression so i devo every single time not gonna watch it don't want to yep. see it and i watched a couple episodes and was super bored so i'm also devoing sorry i guess i don't get it <laughs> i guess it's over my head people love it I people know. love it yeah all right number 14 the mandalorian Ooh, for me, that's a pass. That's a Devo. I'm not into Star Wars. So many people are. My husband, it's like must-see TV for him when almost nothing is for Brian Hillegas. So if you love the Star Wars world, everybody loves The Mandalorian. So that's just a personal thing. Number 13, Downton Abbey. Oh, I wanted to call it Downtown Abbey. Dang it. Darn Downtown it. Abbey. <laughs> TiVo, love Downton. It's, again, not something I normally like. I watched it last year over Christmas and fell in love. So I love Downton. And then number 12, One Tree... Oh, dang it. I don't want to give it... I already said it. Okay. Number 12 is One Tree Hill. What? But I was going to save it because I was going to introduce it by saying it was at the bottom of our list, like in the 40s. And then somehow like 10 lists came in that put One Tree Hill... Four people have it as their first top favorite. And so One Tree Hill almost made it into our top 10. And we will both do what with it? Honestly, TiVo. TiVo I'm going to TiVo that that with a T. Yes, Yes. I'm watching One Tree Hill. It is. It's a guilty pleasure because it's not a good show, but then at the same time, it's a good show. It's a great show. show. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a good show. It's a great show. Okay, so that's our Devo or TiVo, our list from 20 to 12. Let's hop back into our top five. This is a a good top five. And I'll just say top our top three, three, two, and one, were kind of in a league of their own in, in terms of numbers. Um, four through nine were pretty interchangeable. They were like battling it out for a time. So at number five, we have a show that you and I have not watched all the way straight through, but hear amazing things about the West Wing. The West Wing is a show that follows the lives of staffers in the West Wing of the White House. So it's a political drama. And I would even say like one of the first of its kind, at least in that era when we were like young kids, like there wasn't anything else like that. There wasn't like a million political drama shows like there is now. Nope. There were seven seasons. This is um, an NBC network show. Um, It's written. So the the thing that you know about West Wing, if you know, is that it's uh, Aaron Sorkin is the brains behind this. So he also did Newsroom, which I would also highly recommend the show Newsroom, especially season one. But he's known for his writing, too, kind of like the Gilmore Girls. It's like you're always walking and talking in his shows. There's a bunch of dialogue. I've heard multiple people that have been on his shows interviewed on other podcasts that said if there are seven 
words, like seven yeses, if you're talking in a monologue and it's like, yes, 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 yes. And there's seven of them and you do six in rehearsal, Aaron Sorkin stops it and you start over until you do seven because he said like, I wrote seven, I want seven. He's a genius. Um, So, so many people love the West Wing. We saw this on pretty high on a lot of lists. Like if people had it on, a lot of them were number one. Seven Um, first place finishes, which is the highest of any show. Yes. So I start, I've started it before um, and then just got distracted by other stuff. I started again this weekend and I'm liking it a lot so far. I'm almost through season one. My parents just watched all of it and loved it. Do you know who's in it in the beginning? I'm going to do another like game of other people that are in it. But do you know who's in it that falls on our like trust list as the first lady? No, the no. The only person I know from West Wing is Allison Janney, and I love her. Okay, but, trust. Also, another yeah, trust, trust. Another big trust. Stockard Channing <gasps> is Stockard the first Channing lady. There are words tr- I could do. <laughs> Go check out the Quarantine Cabaret on YouTube. <laughs> Week three. <laughs> Stockard Channing, love it. Kitty Robinson, one of our best friends, loves the West Wing, and she was talking about it, just saying how it is just good people trying to do an earnest, good job in the White House. So it's obviously um, a feel-good show about American politics, which everyone could use now and again. So I have started watching it in this season and loving it. But I found some, quote, famous people That have been on the West Wing because so many people have been on the West Wing. And I'm going to tell you some of these people and in some cases what they've done or just some like thoughts that we have on them. Amy Adams was credited as a farm girl. (gasps) (laughs) Really? That's where she should have stayed. That's the lane she should have been in. And purse girl from the office. Stay right there, Amy Adams. We're good with you right there. Um Evan Scary Wood <gasps> was on there as a young girl one time. And she the first thing you think like of six. with Evan Rachel Wood is what? Marilyn we just Manson. Talked about it. She's married to Marilyn well, Manson or something. That, but also that teen Vogue cover where it's like every teen queen of all times and then Evan, Evan Rachel, Rachel Wood. <laughs> we were like, who is this? Uh, Mr. Belding was on it one time. Oh my gosh. Not as Mr. Belding, but that's just notable because Say by the Bell is coming back for a special. Uh, Felicity Jailbird Huffman was on it one time. <laughs> and Ashley Benson from Pretty Little Liars played girl as like a five-year-old Ashley girl Benson on the literally, West Wing. She must have been an infant. <laughs> That's insane. Uh-huh. She must have been so yes. small. But it was a huge show. People like wanted to be on it. People, um, there's a ton of famous people in the main cast. They're pretty much all big names. Um, Karen Scott from One Tree Hill, notably. Oh my gosh, Moira. Her real name in <laughs> her real name yeah. is Moira. You just know that, of course. Oh my, Moira but Kelly. I I'm think. starting. I'm starting on the West Wing journey, and I'm very excited for what is ahead. I think I might hop on the train too. I never really liked politics before, but I've been getting a little more invested, and I I actually know like what a president is now. So I think mm-hmm. I'll give it a go. So coming in right in front of that, this honestly I was surprised it was this high on the list because I have never watched mm-hmm. any of it, but you have seen all of it. We have Sherlock. So Sherlock finds uh, famous Sherlock and his doctor partner, Watson, solving crime in 21st century London. So it's like a modernized, updated take of Sherlock, which I didn't know. I yep. actually thought. Nope. I asked right before the show. I was like, 35 minutes Sherlock ago. Yes. 21st century? I thought it was like back in the day. I don't know anything about it except that people love it and that the episodes are really long and there's only like four of them each season. And they're like little movies almost. In typical BBC fashion, they have those series where there are four three-part series and then there's a one, there's one special. So there's 13 episodes 
uh, total. Um, it's on Netflix, and it has it stars Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman as Sherlock. Benedict and- Cumberbatch. He drank someone's blood to become famous. He's a great actor. Oh my gosh. Listen, listen. Yes. Great actor. He looks, he is the strangest (laughs) looking person. How he like made it in Hollywood without just being cast as weird things. Like he's just cast as real and sometimes hot people. And I'm like, What's going on here with him? What is the... So I would honestly point you to Sherlock because I think that this is the place that a lot of people fell in love with him. He is so funny. He's doing such a weird take on this character that's so compelling, hilarious, really interesting the whole way through. You root for him and you can like get annoyed with him. Martin Freeman is a little angel as Dr. Watson. Their dynamic is so, so funny. It's actually like laugh out loud. The most important person, however, and this, I don't know if we're going to have time to talk about this, but I have again been on record saying that Fleabag season two is the most perfect piece of pop culture that there is. And I just watched it with you and it's very good. It's very, very good. And the hot priest from Fleabag season two, Andrew Scott, plays Moriarty in the Sherlock TV series. And so he's around a lot. He's so good. He's also in an episode of Black Mirror. He's an insane actor and he's so good as Moriarty as well. So there's so many iterations of Sherlock. Like you have Robert Downey Jr.'s iteration. You have Will Ferrell's iteration. But the best one I really think is this show. I love it. And like you said, it's movie basically length. Like each episode is about an hour and a half. Um, And so when Brian and I will watch it or go back, like that's like kind of if we want to watch like something a little bit longer than a show and it can take some time to get through. We love Sherlock. I'm so glad to see something from the BBC on this list because, oh, you know, Broadchurch so was on my us. list. I love yes. Broadchurch. And there's so many good things happening over at the BBC. And so really cool to see Sherlock get this high and have so many people come with just complete love for it. Mm-hmm. All right. We're moving into our top three. This one is very important to Kaylin and I. I Guys, actually settle in. I mean, I want this, you to settle I actually in. thought this was going to be number one or number two, and it didn't quite get there. But at number three, we have Grey's Anatomy. My number one, Kaylin's number three. Grey's Anatomy is a drama centered on the personal and professional lives of five surgical interns and their supervisors. Uh, there's so many directions we could go with this couple minutes on Grey's, Kaylin, and we will yes. have either on Patreon or here someday, we'll have a full, full episode just on Grey's. But why do we love it? Like, what's the draw for us? And then apparently for so many other people that it's number three on the list. The thing about Grey's, and this is what I wrote down, I I was going to say... I think my my list got messed up on your thing. It's my number two. It is my it, it, I love Grey's um so much. And the thing about it is that I remember exactly where I, I know you do too. Like I remember starting to watch this show. Yep. So for me, and I think for a lot of people, like my parents loved ER, and that was like the hospital drama like show of its time. And then once it was done, Grey's swooped in kind of as this formula that everyone knew worked, like put attractive people in a hospital. Everybody wants to watch like medical freak things happen. And it started, and from the beginning, I was 
hooked. They so these good. characters, the songs, the music, the everything. Like there were so many characters I had never seen before, and I just have loved it since day one. It comes right out of the gate really strongly. Some shows like Parks and Rec or The Office, yep. some other things like take a while to warm up. This one is just like the pilot is amazing. I've probably seen it 20 times. And the first and second seasons and third are probably its best seasons, truly. And so oh, yeah. second season is iconic. There's so many things that happen and a lot of fans of Grey's will say that is the best season. And so what I would say to people is I think you just need to watch a little bit of the beginning. If you've never seen any of this, it may not be your speed, but you'll know right away if you like it or not because it, it, uh-huh. it stays true to form. In its first and second season, that is what the show is even now. How many seasons later? I was going to say, so there are um, at this point 300 seasons on ABC. <laughs> there are 17. We're going into the 17 17 sounds season. just as funny as 300, honestly. It does. It's like, it sounds not the same. a real number. And so we have to be honest. Um, we have not kept up with Grey's Anatomy. So no. for both of us, I, my the last thing I saw was spoiler. Spoiler, say it. The last thing I saw was Derek dying. So yep. that was the last we can and give I had that, not even spoiler con- cuz who cares. Right. I had not even like been really up on it until then. I just knew that happened and I had to like sit back in I to watch to him watch go. That. Exactly. I had to watch him go. Um and so but the beginning, we watched this back a little bit, at least I did in the beginning of quarantine. It is like riding a bike. Like some of these episodes, as soon as I see this patient come in, I'm like, oh, this guy's not making it we out know, of here. We like, know who, I who remember lives, who dies, who tells their story. We know. <laughs> who tells their story? So it's important. I guess I'll wait for Kiss, Mary Kill because we're going to do Kiss, Mary Kill so quick so we can talk about some of these characters. But before I do that... Can you guess what my Lucy Mary about Grey's is? I think um, this is one of the facts that inspired the Lucy Mary thing, but see if you can remember it off the top of your head. Come I'm on. I know pull, you can. No, there's so many things I know about Grey's Anatomy. I don't feel like I have it. No, but think about the Lucy Mary for us. What would me and you say in high school? Because we were privy to this information and other people might not be privy to this information. That Isaiah Washington was a bigot. <laughs> Wrong. Everyone was privy to that information. Sarah Ramirez is on Broadway. Sarah Ramirez is on Broadway. Yeah. She plays Dr. Calliope Torres and she won a Tony for her performance in Spamalot. As Lady of the Lake. We, I, the amount of like uninterested high schoolers that I showed like that YouTube clip to. And I was like, look, did you know that Callie Torres can sing? And they were like, who's Callie? Who are you? And then we find that out later in the musical episode, which never should Guess have happened. Guess what? <laughs> but it I'm gave, watch- us, it gave us that it. moment with Callie. That was really good. When she sings. Oh, OK. Let's get into that later. OK, so we're going to do Kiss, Mary Kill for Grace because this is important and it'll lead us into talking about some of the best Bring characters of Bring all time. Me. Kiss, Mary Kill. Christina Yang. Love. Dr. Bailey. Love. Lexi Gray. No. <gasps> Lexi. Oh, my gosh. I love Lexi. Okay. I know. That's why okay. I put it on. Oh, this is so rude of you to do this. It's going to be so hard for me to hear that you're killing one of them. I'm going to be annoyed. And Matt, you may I be in know. a fight. I think you know who I'm going to kill. I'm, I do know who you're going to kill. I know it in my heart. I have to kill Dr. Bailey. I knew you were going to kill. I have I to do. kill Dr. Bailey. But what else do you do? What I else do you do? I have to do it. And I'm going to, honestly, I'm going to marry Lexi because she is the most You're precious, right. amazing person. Mm-hmm. And kiss Christina because she's freaking boss. And she rides a motorcycle. I'll ride on the back of her motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, harder yet. <sighs> kiss, Mary kill. <laughs> You're rude. Dr. Han. I knew Dr. Dr. Han. Han. I know she was going to be on this. She's the worst of all time. Ellis Gray. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> 
and Thatcher Gray. Thatcher Gray. Okay, you know what? Thatcher You have the, to kiss one of these that, three. You have to kiss Thatcher one is of the these least three. evil of those three. Oh, really? Think about when he slaps Meredith across the face. Well, well actually, I wanted to slap Meredith. I'm on his team. Yeah, that's true. But it's so scary when he does it. Like, he's it's so really like, scary. Thatcher does not sit right Thatcher with me. Thatcher looks like Ugh. a villain. Um, no, but here's Ugh, what I'm going to do. He looks like he's made of Play Doh. I've got to I've gotta hitch my wagon to someone that's going to be Thatcher Gray. I'm going to marry Thatcher Gray. I'm wrong, going, but we'll no, get into it. I'm Look what he did to, as a husband. I'm going to kiss Ellis Gray because she has dementia and won't remember it. <laughs> you will remember it. You will remember it. I don't care. I have to kill Dr. Han because she is my least favorite Gray's character when, of when? all time. Of all time. Of all, of all time. time. And so I can't when do anything When I see that her. actress, I'm filled with rage. So this is like very, I'm very passionate about this because Cody and I have talked about this a lot. More than any show on this list or at all, I feel kindred to these people. Like, I feel like I know and have been developed, like, they've been developed and I've gotten to watch them and love them. Christina Yang is in the top of my favorite TV characters She's of such a well-written and well-acted time. character. Yeah. You had not seen a woman that was allowed to be that character until Christina Yang, who was allowed to say, I don't want to have a kid. I am going to be the best. I'm not going to be very likable. My bedside manner is going to be terrible. And then you and still she, like her. Yeah, and then you're, you're still obsessed with her. her. Yeah, like you're supposed to like Meredith Grey when Christina Yang is giving a masterclass on acting. No thanks. So here's the problem with Grey's too: is that the only uh, maybe this is a spoiler, but it's 17 seasons, people. The only main character really left is Meredith. You have Doctor Bailey, but Karev just recently Karev left. hung on for a long time. So it's like Meredith is the only one left, and she's like not even that redeemable and interesting. And all the other good characters. So we always advise people watch through season six, maybe season seven, and then pretty much yeah, because Plane it Crash quits. is seven, right? I think Plane Cl- Crash is seven. I would rush. I would go through Plane Crash and like. And the aftershocks of plane crash. I like once, even do once that all Ugh. settles in, what you have to watch certain people go. It, it we gets, have to watch certain people go. I'll just tell them that person goes. Oh, it gets so grim in the aftermath. Everyone starts hating each other, and then you're right. You're right. Ooh, I just remember something that yeah, I don't like to see. But yeah, it's a big recommend. It's still on Netflix. You can watch this. You will be able to watch this forever. I mean, it's like it's it's. Maybe an insanely, it's one of the biggest like moneymakers of ABC. It has to be one of their biggest moneymakers of all time. We will have to move on, but we'll talk about it in another episode, I'm sure. I can't wait to do a Patreon where it's just about Christina Yang. Okay. (laughs) All right. So moving on to our number two. And this is what a lot of people probably will think is number one of all time. We have Breaking Bad. So Breaking Bad starts with a high school chemistry teacher who is diagnosed with inoperable lung cancer. So he turns to manufacturing and selling methamphetamine in order to secure his family's future. That's a real premise. You know, that sounds like such a crazy premise. That is the premise. But it's real. And Breaking Bad is definitely like uh, an anti-hero. It may have actually started kind of this like anti-hero movement. So it is a grim, bleak, darker show. It's not for people who are looking for something kind of light or even like uh, interesting, funny or anything like that. It's not a Gilmore Girls. So I tried to watch Breaking Bad and couldn't really get through it. I think I did maybe four episodes and just was struggling to root for anyone. And for me, it's hard to watch a show where I no one seems rootable or redeemable so i didn't keep going with it but it is regarded as probably the best show of all time one yeah. of the best well, tv one shows of, of all one time. of yeah. yeah 
Yeah, so there were five seasons. It was on AMC. I love when these networks that you're like just about to think like, what could they do? They bring in something like Breaking Bad and they're like, bet you thought we were gone. How about this? You want to watch Breaking or AMC now? Um, First of all, weird that you didn't root for Jesse because I love Jesse Pinkman. I did watch all of Breaking Bad, but I made this mistake, which is that I watched it. I watched it on Netflix. And so something that I've always thought about Breaking Bad is that I remember when it was on, it was the most, it seemed like the most fun show to be watching in live time with other people and talking about. People were obsessed with Breaking Bad because it was doing something that you'd never seen. It had these characters that you had never like seen those archetypes done before, this whole storyline that was crazy. They did a really interesting thing on Breaking Bad where every season kind of focused on a different facet of the story, had different enemies, had different like groups of people that Walter White it was up against. Um, and so it was a cultural phenomenon. It was the biggest thing to be watching. If yeah. you saw one person dressed up as a meth person with the blue rocks for Halloween, you saw a hundred. Like everybody's doing yep. it. I'm never thinking of it, whitey tighties the same way. It, pizza on the roof. Like there are things that just like a bear in the pool. There's things that are just staples because of Breaking Bad. And like we mentioned earlier, it's an undeniable like universe. And Better Call Saul was a spinoff that like most spinoff shows are not that popular or successful. And Better Call Saul is very popular and successful because people did not get enough of Breaking Bad. It is widely held as like some one of the best finales. People love this show. And so critically, it's definitely at its right place, if not even low for best shows of all time. And Brian Cranston, the main guy, he he won a lot of awards. He won the at the Primetime Emmy Award for like best lead actor 2009, 2010, 2014, maybe even one more than that. And so he won like year after year and he won Which his he last season Which he hadn't done since too. Malcolm in the Middle. Oh my gosh. When he came as the main guy in the show and I was like, wait, Everyone that's was like, the dad skip. from Malcolm in the Middle. There's no way this dude can act. Malcolm in the Middle is like the eeriest, <laughs> grossest comedy. Don't that's you ever- put it with like Pete and Pete. Yes, I put it with Pete and I Pete. I put it with Pete it's and Pete. Same, I'm just it's so gross. It's the same I'm like, to me. <laughs> Ew, Ew, ouch, I, ouch, it's hurting me. I, I don't want to sit on that couch. Gr- <laughs> Middle America. But guess what? That's what Breaking Bad is, too. So he got real cozy in that kind of setting because I remember watching Breaking Bad and you could see every wall in the house from every shot. Like it was the smallest little house. They were always on top of each other. It made me so sick to be in that little New Mexico, (laughs) like drab. Everything is the same color setting, but they did it on purpose. Look, I've driven through a big section of New Mexico. There is nothing there. It is as drab as that feels like that is, (laughs) I mean, there's, there's some places that are cool. I'm not going to say the whole state, but when you're driving through, it is deserty and sandy and, and sepia toned everywhere you know yes, it's just that's like exactly it's, it's just how it feels and so i think they nailed that on the head and honestly it deserves its place here in second oh, yeah. place even though you and i neither one of us put it on our list Mm-mm. but yeah good show i think so <laughs> <laughs> i've heard no I've heard. i did watch all of it it is it is it is an amazing show you definitely have to be like that has to be what you're looking for again if you're going for gilmore girls you're not going to be interested in breaking bad but if you are into that kind of grittier feel, Breaking Bad is as good as it gets. All right. Our number one show, which had the most mentions out of any other show, not the most first place finishes, but had a huge gap on Breaking Bad. A huge lead. We have Friday Night 
Lights. Yes. So this was both yes! on Caitlin and I's list. It was number six on my list. And I think like number seven for you. Yeah. Um, which is a little bit hard because honestly, like it feels like maybe it should have been higher on both of our lists because we really, really do love this show. Friday Night Lights is a drama that follows the lives of the Dillon Panthers, one of the nation's best high school football teams and their head coach, Eric Taylor. So if you told me like drama about football in Texas, yeah. that's not something I would watch. That's not something I would but care guys, at all about. But, guys. but then what do they do? Somehow they make it so that I care an extreme amount more than anything about I, Tyra I Colette. I care so much I, about Tyra. Oh my gosh. Don't even. Lila Garrity, Jason seasons. Street, Tim Ly- Riggins. Oh, like these guys, names just flow on. off my, I, I feel They're like I, I know them. The They're in my contacts. I do know them. I went to high school with them. There's five seasons. It was on NBC. Um, and interestingly enough, which th- I love when this happens with shows, kind of like the networks don't really have their finger on the pulse of what's good and what's not. And so, um, I remember this was a fact that was in 30 Rock one time. Frank says it, but then I looked it up to check it, that NBC wanted to cancel Friday Night Lights. And then fans got together because of like Facebook groups and other blog groups and sent them light bulbs and the clear eyes eye drops yes. like from that commercial because of this famous clear eyes, full hearts can't lose. And they sent them to NBC to show that like, no, people are out here. We're watching. We love this show. And honestly, thank God they did because we would have lost something way too soon that ended up being in everyone's hearts. And there was a movie version of Friday Night Lights, which we're directing you yep. away from because that. You know why? Because guess who plays Coach Taylor in the movie? <laughs> a vial of Ugh. blood. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob. Good old blood vial. Good old bad Billy Santa. Bob. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton. And wow. And weirdly enough, it is. It is. Um, what's Tammy Taylor's name? Connie Britton. It is Connie Britton in the movie, which is crazy. Which, honestly, don't do that to yourself. Don't go there for that, expecting what you're going to get in the show. You'll be very disappointed. And we said earlier that there are some shows where it's for grades. We're like, don't skip season one. There something happens in season two of Friday Night Lights, and this is when the writer's strike happened. Things go a little off the rails. I would advise you to stick through it. It's important that you go through this like we all had to. It's important that you see some absolutely crazy someone plot twist come in. Someone maybe might murder someone <laughs> in a completely outlandish A nice way. little math tutor may kill someone, club him to death in a parking lot. It doesn't make... A, and guess what? It's never referenced <laughs> they, they just bury so it. So don't worry. Literally. Um, but honestly, this show did something so interesting with which I would say a ton of... I don't know if any high school show has ever really carried this off well, which is halfway through the show... The seasons, they actually had their people graduate and move along, which so many shows don't do. And so you're watching and you're like, what? Jason Street, Matt Saracen, like, what do I do with that? Intelligently, they kept Tim Riggins kicking around there no matter what. But they bring in as the second class, Journey B, Michael B. Jordan, and Matt Laria as like our new people. So we're like, oh, you've got us in exactly where we want us. And this is another one. It's by the same showrunner as Parenthood, Jason K. Timms. And so the acting is the same style. It is some of the best acting on TV. He he directs and films in such a way that like you just believe that you're plot. You're just watching. I'm standing on the side of the street watching Lila kiss Tim Garrity and then regret Mm -hmm. it. Like I'm just standing near them. I'm not watching a TV show. Tim Garrity. Oh my gosh. Lila Garrity <laughs> kissed Tim Riggins. Did I say Tim Garrity? Yeah, yeah don't you dare. How about Buddy don't Garrity? I, no, we'll talk about him in a minute. Uh, How yes, dare. He's, but he's the kill. You are. 
<laughs> you are so emotionally invested in these people, right? Like they did this thing where, again, it's high school football. You can't imagine like what you have to care about it. Boy, do you care. If I could live in any marriage, I would live in the Taylor's marriage. I don't know who I love more, Coach Taylor or Tammy Taylor. They're tied as the two best people on the planet. The Taylor family is perfect, minus the minus, daughter Julie, minus, minus, minus the daughter minus, minus Gracie Bell. Big head baby Gracie Bell. We she is the scariest baby I've ever seen. Why, Why do these writers her? think that, like, I'm not interested enough in Tammy Taylor and I need her to have a baby? I, I don't want need her, her to have, have a baby. baby. I don't want her to have that baby. Stop making the characters we like have babies on these shows, Once again, somehow, one of the highest paid coaches probably in Texas lives in a kitchen. That's all. There's no (laughs) rooms in that house. I don't need that baby bouncing on that seat in the scenes, too, when Julie Taylor's already running around slamming doors because nobody cares what she's doing. And I'll give you a spoiler. This is a spoiler alert for Friday Night Lights. Matt Saracen's grandma never dies <laughs> that's a good there's you, you know watch how there's a website does the dog die it's like does the grandma say you're like die. you know she's gonna die in this show they wrote Episode that character two. so she could die right? right she never dies she makes it all she the way never to the dies end. So they we really do. love Friday Night Lights, and so do a lot of you love it real quick I'm gonna do a kiss Mary kill so quick yep. kiss Mary kill Tyra Tammy <gasps> Taylor Tim Riggins um that exact order kiss Tyra hot uh <laughs> Marry Tammy because I will tomorrow and kill Tim because shocker, he is not one of my favorite characters. I know. So he's not a lot of girl. I know. Brian's the same thing. Yeah. Girls go crazy for Tim It's just so crazy to me. Yeah. I did this with with Brian and with somebody and then Matt Saracen and Tim Riggins and he said, marry Matt Saracen. And I about leapt out of my, I was like, kill Matt Saracen. You kill Matt Saracen. No. You marry Tim Riggins. No, because you're thinking thinking with your hormones and not with your brain. No, Tim Riggins is going to buy me a bunch of land in Texas. He's going to sit there in that truck. Tim Riggins is going to go to jail and Matt Saracen is going to Brian said Tim Riggins is going to hit you. <laughs> He's the type. Yeah, he is. So just wrong, wrong. stop thinking with your parts and start thinking with uh, your head. Delete, please. <laughs> Edit out. No, okay. Kiss Mary Kill. Okay. Kiss Mary Kill. Buddy Garrity. Julie Taylor. Voodoo. <laughs> Voodoo. Okay. I'm, Voodoo is evil. <laughs> I'm killing Buddy Garrity because no one gets under my skin that way. Nobody. I cannot. Even oh, when he's like redeemed. Oh, that's an archetype that you hate. I don't think he's redeemed. Yep. Julie Taylor. <laughs> I'm going to kiss because I guess she's kind of pretty. Voodoo, I'm marrying, I guess. <laughs> I'm hitching my wagon to voodoo. He was good at football, he can play football. I guess. Like, he, yeah, sugar yeah, daddy. Make some money. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. I'm actually really happy that two Kadem's shows, because I think he's a genius, got on this list. And I think that you should stop what you're doing and watch these two shows now. Yeah, this is a really great list. You may disagree with our order. We might even disagree with our order. And like, hey, is the, the Sopranos on this? Good. No. No. <laughs> it's the wire on this. No. Is The Walking Dead on this? Mm-mm. Are those all like really no. well Dead done is shows? Overrated, I know they're not, but whatever. It, people we've like it. We proved it to be true that Walking Dead's overrated we've because it no here. one voted. Like two people voted guess for what? Walking Dead. Gilmore Girls is better than Sopranos, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kaylin, as always, it is time to give our robbed goddesses of this week. So what's yours? My robbed goddess, we talked about it earlier, is Killing Eve. I am obsessed with Killing Eve. It is one of my top favorite shows of all time. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is the creator. So she's from Fleabag. Um, Sandra Oh is in it. It's just, it's Aunt Petunia is in it. Jodie Comer is 
crushing it in it. So good in this show. Um, I am obsessed with this show. Honestly, you can find it now. I think on Hulu only, or if you have regular cable. Um, it's an anti-hero. I know I do. Brian and I just got in a fight about it because I won't let it go because of Bravo. Um, if you, uh, it's an anti-hero also. So it's just amazing. It's bending like so many rules of television and characters and things. You just never know where you stand with it, what it is. It's and like I'm a dark obsessed. comedy, murder, mystery, drama, yep. heartbreaking. Like it's all of these things. Love story. Yep. I'm obsessed with it. Obsessed with Killing Eve. My Robbed Goddess is Black Mirror. Again, we did talk about it a little bit. It didn't make it high enough on the list, but I, I get that. It's it's not one that yeah. is like super popular. And because it came out in like anthology style, it doesn't have a ton, a ton of episodes. But if you haven't watched any of it, I would start with season one, episode three. I don't know how on Netflix they're actually called. Maybe season one isn't going to be correct. But the entire history of you, that's the episode you should start yep. with. All right, so what is your You Can't Sit With Us this week? So Caleb Miller, one of our Rankinsteins, made a great point on our Instagram that I wanted to bring the light to, which was, if anyone votes for, he said he was harsh in his like, <laughs> like his uh, comment about this, but shows like CSI, and specifically, I want to say NCIS. NCIS. Which, NCIS is always ranked as like the best show that CBS has. First of all, don't brag. You're on CBS. So what are you comparing yourself to? Like, get out of here. Number two, that's because that's the show that people, the CBS is what hospitals and like nursing homes and like car dealerships just turn on and keep on. So I don't think we can count that millions of people are watching NCIS. They aren't. Those are not the kinds of shows that we are endorsing on this episode. You cannot sit with us, NCIS. What's yours? My you can't sit with us are the CGI that make Mandy Moore's face old in This Is Us. We've already <laughs> talked about it. I don't need to belabor it. Sorry, but this is how we're ending the episode. We think that show is bad. And so that show cannot sit with us. And if you put it on your list, you also can't. Just for this week, we will love you again Just another time. Just for this week. Next week, you might be our rank sign of the week. You might be. But for this week, sorry, you guys sit somewhere else. <laughs> We have so fun talking to you guys about this stuff. Thank you so much for writing in. We will see you next week as we rank Disney Channel original movies. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, that ranking comes out tomorrow on Friday. Please have your list in by midday Monday. Send it to all the people that you know who love a good decom. <laughs> this is an important list that is close to really our important. It's a little it's a little niche, but it's okay. We're gonna talk about all the things we need to. So thank you guys for listening this week. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Yo, that's right.